0: Hello and welcome to the Asia Mania podcast. What? No, the Asia- not really. <laughs> no, did, you- <laughs> did you do that on purpose just now? <laughs> yes, I did that on purpose. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> no. Keep going. Keep Wait, going. All right. All right. Hi and welcome to Last Save. Lo- no, no, that's not the right one either. What are we again? The Bamcast. Bamcast. Hi and welcome to Bamcast. The Badly Awesome Movies Podcast. I'm your regular host, Justin, and with me, as usual, is Ben. Say hello, Ben. Hey,
1: I th- thought you were going to get our names wrong around the wrong way, too, then. <laughs> uh, how
0: are you going? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. We're back here uh, for our monthly chit-chat. Yeah, and a um, little under a month. We're, we're not recording quite as late as we have. We've been cutting it pretty fine for the end of the month the last couple of recordings. But we've got... Uh, well, a little bit of behind the scenes. It's the twenty third of August today, so we've got a whole week before we have to get the the monthly recording up. So we're cruising along.
1: Yeah, I thought like the last episode went so well that like I felt like I could record another podcast the next day. Whereas <laughs> you know, since uh, Asia Mania finished in uh, December last year, it's like. Fuck, like I don't, I don't want to do a podcast again. I just, I'm not feeling it. And, yep. but um, yeah, we really had a had a great show last time, and it's like, yeah, I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry if I have been. Hero. I'm sorry if I haven't been bringing my full uh, energy up until last time, but yeah, I've, I'm really feeling it now, so it's good.
0: That's awesome. So, uh, what have you been doing over the last month?
1: Well, last weekend I went to Melbourne for MCW at Melbourne City Wrestling. Their 100th event They had uh, Tetsuya Nato Over uh, Bad Luck Fale Both from New Japan Pro Wrestling And Will Ospreay Who wrestles all around the place But he's in mm-hmm. New, J- New Japan quite a bit And I had one of my nights Where I've now got to warn people Don't Go drinking with me Because I'm a fucking nightmare And it was like <laughs> one, of, one of the worst nights I've had In a long time So I went out Stayed with Raymond and Tegan And we Got pretty uh, drunk, some uh, shots and all sorts of things drinking before we headed out. All within just a few hours of me getting to Melbourne, and then the wrestling event went fine. And then by the end of it, I was a complete cunt, and I was <laughs> I made Tegan cry, and I was mouthing off. And so this was at Albert Park, at the um, swimming mm-hmm. center and sports center or something. Yep. And uh, my phone went flat, and then I got separated from them, and they live in Hughesdale. And so, I I didn't know where they were. It's like fuck. What am I going to do now? I need to, I'm either going to have to go to the airport and wait out until I <laughs> fly But then my bag of you know the keys and all that sort of stuff's back at their place. And I didn't know what their street address was, but I knew it was like yep. 44 um, Denver Street. That's what I had in my head. It's like it's a D. Yep. It's it's an American city. <laughs> it's um, starting with D. And so I just walk out of this place, walk along, I see a tram, I was like, I don't know if this is going in the right direction to the city or not, I'll get on it, and then after one stop, alright, this is the end of the line, so okay, I'm in the city then. Start, <laughs> just start walking, no idea what I'm going to do, <laughs> really drunk, uh, see a taxi, right, I'm getting in this taxi and I'll go, let's go to Lazy Moe's in Oakley, because this is that? It's, it's sort of on the border of um, the suburb where they live. It's walking distance. Yep. But all the streets look the same to me. So I knew that once I get there, I'm still going to be lost. And so <laughs> the taxi driver's, all right, I know where I'm going then for that. And I'm like, uh, let me... Because uh, that would have cost a bit. It was $45 in the end. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, um, let me go on Google Maps and go to uh, Lazy Moe's Oakley. And then I'll if I scan around the streets, I'll recognize it. He's like, oh, I don't have any internet on my phone, so the taxi stops at the service station. He gets internet on his phone, and we're on, on the way to Oakley. And I'm scanning through the streets. It's like it's Dallas Street. I found it. Because like, <laughs> I was thinking, uh, you know, I was I said Denver Street, but it was Dallas. And uh, end up getting there, and they're, they're not back yet. But I thought that they just were ignoring me or had gone to sleep because it'd been <laughs> it'd been a long time, and it was freezing cold on Saturday night. And I'm banging on the door, banging on the window, throwing these bloody garden pots all over the place, like let me in, you fucking can't. Um I was I was a nightmare, so
0: I I've got a feeling you're not a happy drunk.
1: I can be, but then I, I completely lost my shit at the, in the end of it. Um, they they come back and it's like what the fuck's going on here? So we we hugged and made up and it was all fine, and then. I had to get a, a an Uber to the airport the next morning. That was a hundred dollars because Raymond had, wasn't right to drive. Yep. Uh, and I'll go back in three weeks' time for more wrestling. So I don't know if um, alcohol is happening or not. it had been forty-one days since I drank at all because so I've saved myself. And then fucking we went we went all out and um, yeah. go big or go home. Yeah, a night to re- I slept like an hour that night. Got in yep. at like three or four in the morning and then. Slept an hour or less, and then I woke up and I was like, Oh my god, last night was a nightmare! And what, yeah, and all caffeined up, and I couldn't sleep. And had a big yeah. uh junk food binge while I was locked out of their house. I went to the Seven Eleven down the road and I bought a bunch of Krispy Kreme donuts and all like because <laughs> I've been super healthy, and I just yeah, it's like this would make take my mind off the <laughs> being outside and cold. So, so
0: what you're saying is you, you didn't just fall off the wagon. You fell off the wagon, you tipped the wagon over, you set it on fire, and then you pissed on it.
1: Uh, no, the wagon pissed on me, I think. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so that's what happened there. A bit similar to when I was up in Brisbane, when I was, uh, chucked the shits with one of my other mates and got a like a $50 taxi to the Brisbane airport, then booked like a $200 flight home that next day. Then by the time I'd sobered up, I, I didn't take the flight home. So I do some stupid shit when I <laughs> get completely wasted.
0: <sighs> so how was your Saturday night? Uh, Quiet. Yeah, it's um, it's still pretty much in tax season, so work's just full on. Um, I'm about to ta- change my day job. Um, I've been working on a project for... Um, I'm a public servant and uh, I've been working on a project in the city for about six months and that my part of that finishes up in just over a week so I'll be heading back to my regular job uh, which is a bit of a change of pace for me because I've been loving working in the city it's jump on a train, read a book or play some games on the way in and then get to go to all the nice nerdy shops in the city that they don't have anywhere else So I've got role-playing shops and game stores and comic book shops and all that sort of stuff that um, I've had access to that I'm going to lose, which I'm disappointed at, but um, it was only ever going to be a part-time thing. Uh, What else? What else? Uh, Been messing around with some Dungeons & Dragons stuff. I still haven't actually played anything. Oh, God, this has been going on for a couple of months now. (laughs) Yeah, i I doubt I'll actually play anything this year, but I've um because I've been reading and I've gone through and had a look at a few different things, I've started getting some ideas and I'm going through and making a whole bunch of subclasses for all the main character classes that they have. There's about a dozen different classes you can have in D and D. So you've got sort of you know three or four different types of fighters, so you've got Fighters, paladins, and rangers, and then you've got monks and bards. You've got clerics, druids, wizards, sorcerers, warlocks—all these different classes, and each of them has different subclasses. So you've got a heap of variety. But I got it in my head. I want to start making some new ones, some uh, sub subclasses. Well, just just some additional subclasses. Okay. So, with um, clerics, for example, which are usually your Um, religious healing type people. the a white age
1: type of thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, a little bit but um, they can wear armour and and smack things around a fair bit as well. So they've got sort of a nice balance to them but they'll have a uh, what's called a domain. So if you're uh, say a cleric of Ares, the god of war you'll have some special abilities to do with combat. If you're A Cleric that follows the Goddess of Healing, you'll have some special abilities to boost how well you can heal people and things like that. And so I've decided to go and make another subclass based around um, the Goddess of Luck and working out what special abilities and stuff like that would be tied into someone that um, is going to have their luck boosted or their enemy's luck reduced a bit and things like that. And for a um, fighter-type class, I decided to make one where it all revolved around being able to use improvised weapons. So you sort of just grab whatever's at hand to use as a weapon, and normally when you do that, it you have a penalty to your attacks because you're not used to using that type of weapon, but that's going to be the whole... Basis for this um, fighter subclass that I'm doing that they're just really good at being able to pick something up and use their environment and use what's around them in the middle of a fight.
1: That sounds like the most fun out of those ones, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to to making that one. Um, And I've got a couple of other ideas floating around for some of the other classes, but um, that gives me something to do because I'm so terrible at actually organising to meet up with people. Um, it still lets me do some D and D stuff without actually um, having to play, <laughs> without needing people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's the equivalent to someone making a um, new character in Skyrim, spending yeah, three hours custom making their character and, and never playing the bloody thing, and, and then and then um, making a new one as soon as they
1: start playing the game. Yeah. yeah. You've been playing any video games or watching any
0: other films? Uh, One or two games, um, both of which are incredibly difficult to explain. There's an indie game that is available on PC and it's on Xbox, but not the Australian store. Yeah. Which you can get around by just changing your uh, console's location in settings, so you can sort of get around it that way. It's called Roundabout, and it is cheesy. What, the game is cheesy? The game is cheesy. Okay. So it's full of these really badly acted, poorly scripted FMV scenes. The basic gameplay is you have a uh, limousine that you use to pick people up with a top-down view and take them to their location but the entire time you're moving the limousine is revolving in like a massive you know like someone stuck a spear down the middle of the limousine and it started spinning it around
1: yeah I'm looking at some pictures of it now
0: yeah it is um weird so the gameplay is just odd It's Uh, 2015 it came out yeah um and it sort of is a bit tricky to play because you're trying to control a revolving limousine. Uh, later on, you get the ability to actually jump on top of buildings on with the limousine. And if you equip the right modifiers, you can actually float on water as well. Uh, so there's just absolutely zero logic behind... Yeah, you know, There's no science or physics behind any of this stuff. So what's the but FMV the, implementation then? So at the start and end of pretty much every pickup you'll have the fmv of the person getting into the car okay saying where they want to go or what they want to do and then at the end when they get out they'll have a quick talk to you or sometimes someone will call you up on the phone and you'll have them you know you'll see the scene of them talking to you from from their phone and and whatever the main character never talks so you just get like a turn of the head or a nod and the people are reacting to it like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I am going to go do that now. <laughs> it's really cheesy, but it, strangely enough, I like that. You, you'd never guess.
1: Yeah, well, uh, and, it's and, a badly uh, awesome movie game.
0: It is. Badly it is, it is, awesome if you, FMVs. If you put all of it together, I reckon we could review it for an Has movie. there ever been an FMV <laughs>
1: game that hasn't been badly awesome, though? Mad Dog McCree and. Whatever else there is out there,
0: yeah. Night trap, yeah.
1: Um, Sewer
0: shark, that's one of them, isn't it? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, um. So that that's the one that I've played through and completed. Um, the other one I've played a bit of is a game called Conception Two. Um. Oh God, how do you explain this? Have you played Persona? Uh, Persona Four or no? Never no, like played. I, I played. The two D
1: fighting game of Persona, but that's all. Okay, anyway, I've got i so, I've heard enough about it on
0: podcasts that I. You know, it's a JRPG. Yeah. yeah. So, this is a JRPG where it makes Persona just look completely normal. It the stuff that's going on in there just is completely weird and. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to try and explain it. I played it for a while. I, I sunk a decent number of hours into it, but like a lot of JRPGs, you start to get a lot of grind. Yeah, it requires just, a
1: lot more yeah, hours than you're willing to put into it, perhaps.
0: Yeah, yeah. I probably put a good 15, 20 hours in, which is a lot for me. But um, yeah, I, I gave up on that one in the end. Um, movies? Uh, no, nah, nothing really. I haven't really watched much other than uh, the... Movie we're going to discuss, which I've managed to watch along with the one, the prequel to it, yep. and um, that's about it. I've got Sharknado Five recorded, that was on uh, Pay TV earlier this week, so I've got that taped ready to watch sometime soon, uh, and I'm sure we'll we'll end up talking about that somewhere down the track. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I've watched the first four, so I can't not watch <laughs> Sharknado Five. Yeah. Is that meant
1: to be the last... Oh, I saw a trailer for one where... Is, is it like Final Battle? Or is that the next one after
0: that? I, I'm pretty sure... And there's like a the T-Rex
1: versus Great White or something?
0: I, I must admit, I caught... Well, with um, the Foxtel channels we've got... You have the Sci-Fi channel, which is what it was showing on. And then you have Sci-Fi channel Plus 2. Which starts two hours later. Oh yeah, and I, I happen to catch the last ten minutes, so I know how it ends. Oh. And um, based on that, I don't see them doing a Sharknado six. But I haven't looked at any production reports or any you know, casting or, or anything like that to see if they're going to do anything more. Right.
1: Well, I've I've only got one movie and one game. I just want to bring up if I can. No Man's Sky. You know, it came out what 18 months ago or something at this point, but they just put out the big uh, No Man's Sky next update, and so I finally started playing it. And it's very in depth. I've got past all the tutorial stuff. I must have put about 20 hours into it now in the last uh, week and a half, perhaps. And uh, it's a bit mindless at times where I'm just I just want to listen to a podcast, but I'm also going to play a game at the same time, so I'm just doing that. Uh, I've got a couple of the story missions going, but I'm not really following them too much. I'm just just mining stuff and uh, picking up my new, got my new multi-tool, so I'm just getting uh, resources to, to fix the compartments on it, and the same with my big ship that I've got as well. So I'm just sort of working on little jobs that I have got for myself on that, but uh, it looks great, and uh, yeah, I'm having fun just uh, playing around in that world. Cool. Is it something that you've
0: just is it something you've picked up recently or is it something you've played and now you're going back to it? I got, got it on sale
1: for it must have been like less than twenty bucks months and months ago. And yep. I thought, well I know they're doing a big update for it, so I'll play it at some stage. So I just just been holding off for a long time and they they updated it. So yeah, enjoying that quite a bit. And I mentioned really? last time about the podcast called How to Survive. Mm-hmm. And and I've got through all the episodes, I've done like 160 episodes I think, and I've got through all the episodes for the movies that I've seen, and it's mainly horror films, and some action ones in there as well, and so now it's like, oh, now I've got to watch some of these movies so I can listen to some more of the podcasts. So, just one that I want to me- mention is Creep, so this is from 2014, I'll just read the IMDb synopsis. A young videographer answers an online ad for a one-day job in a remote town to record the last messages of a dying man. When he notices the man's odd behaviour, he starts to question his intentions. And it's like all from like found footage type of thing. Like the guy takes his, his camera there and he's recording his day and night and then it sort of goes a little bit longer than that with this very strange individual. And it does it creep me out and then the whole time you're thinking is this guy just a bit weird or is it a lot more than that and when it came to like the final scene my mouth was covering my face my ma- my my mouth was covering my face <laughs> my hand was covering my mouth i was like fuck what's going to happen is is this going to happen or is that going to happen is this going to and then yeah and um there is a sequel as well not that, that necessarily gives away well anything but, um, yeah, it's got a 74 on Metacritic, so it's quite good. Okay. It's just it's only got two actors in it, and it's it's just a handheld film type thing. And that's on Netflix, so Creep. I recommend people check that out. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so that's the only things I want to bring up. Uh, so is it time to move on to Piranha 3DD? I think it is. Okay.
0: So um, I know you've got a synopsis ready. Do you want to let people know... The basic outline of the movie Let's party!
2: in the world's wildest water park the party has never been hotter
0: oh, yeah,
3: it's a good time. tell me you did not replace our old life cards with strippers
2: water certified strippers <laughs> and the guests have never been hungrier Holy, I got big. It was a piranha. It was not a piranha. We think they're back. These piranha spent eons in underground lakes and rivers. So, fish can become confused and try to enter man made drainage systems. Is that you? Ow! I didn't. Whatever it is, I don't like it. This summer. Ladies and gentlemen the most famous lifeguard of all time let's all get wet and
1: wild all right uh well piranha 3 double d uh imdb rating of a 3.8 metacritic score of 24 released in 2012 directed by john gulaga uh, of maybe. maybe he's only directed like seven films and he did Feast one two three and Children of the Corn run away, and now onto the synopsis proudly brought to you by Wikipedia. <sighs> a year after the massacre on Lake Victoria by prehistoric piranhas, an eradication campaign has left the lake uninhabitable, and the town itself has been largely abandoned as a result of the lake drying up. Meanwhile, at Cross Lake, two farmers, which is a uh, Gary Busey and some other guy search the waters to recover the body of a dead cow. Piranha eggs that have been laid inside the cow hatch and the farmers are killed by the swarm. But before they die, one farmer pops out of the water, bites the head off one of the piranhas and spits it into the air before sinking back into the water. Marine biology student Maddie returns home for the summer to the water park that she co-owns. She finds to a horror that the other co-owner, her stepfather, Chet, played by David Koshner, Plans to add an adult themed section to the water park with water certified strippers and reopen it as the Big Wet. At a party at the water park that night, uh, Maddie encounters several old acquaintances including the policeman ex-boyfriend Kyle and ba- and Barry who she has had a, secretly had a crush on her since grade school. She also runs into two of her close friends, Ashley and Shelby. Uh, Shelby and her boyfriend Josh go skinny dipping in the lake where a piranha makes its way inside her vagina. Meanwhile Ashley and her boyfriend Travis, a lot of uh, stock standard American names here I think, uh, begin to have sex in their van but Ashley accidentally trips the handbrake with her foot causing the van to roll into the lake. Uh, handcuffed to the van during foreplay and unable to escape, Travis is devoured while Ashley on the roof of the van calls for help. With no one around to hear her cries, the van sinks into the lake and she's eaten alive by the killer fish. Uh, scrolling down. The next day Maddie is consoling Shelby about her missing friends while sitting on a jetty. They are both attacked by a swarm of piranhas, they manage to kill one, and Maddie, Carl and Barry take it to the marine expert Carl Goodman, played by Christopher Lloyd to examine. He informs them that the piranhas may be moving via sewage pipes and underground rivers between lakes, attracted by chemicals involving involved in the swimming pool cleaners cleansers that match their spawning routes. While Shelby and Josh are having sex, the piranha in Shelby's vagina bites Josh's penis, <sighs> forcing him to chop the organ off with a knife. Both are hospitalized but survive. Carl is revealed to be corrupt and taking bribes from Chet, who is secretly pumping water from the underground river into the water park. Big Wet opens the next day. Among the first guests are Deputy Fallon, played by Vig Reims. Who this year was in Mission Impossible Fallout, which is one of the best films of the year. So, what the hell is he doing with his career choices? Who survived the previous ordeal? Sorry, he's improving them. <laughs> yeah. he survived. Who survived the previous ordeal with the piranhas, but lost his legs? And former cameraman Andrew Cunningham, played by Paul Shear. while well, the duo attempts to overcome their fear of the water. After they are attacked a year ago, David Hasselhoff always makes an appearance as himself, a celebrity lifeguard. Oh, fuck me. How many paragraphs do I have to go here? Um, <laughs> Skim over miss? it. All right. All shit breaks loose. Uh, the, the piranhas start mowing through everybody at the water park. And they find out that the piranhas can grow legs at the end. And anything else? it just becomes a big action scene and a bunch of people die
0: yeah pr- pretty much and, and uh, the, the good, pacing uh, of the Big Dave movie...
1: pours uh, pure chlorine into the pipes and lights it up big explosion kills most of the piranhas
0: yep so, so the, the, the pacing of the movie was um, pretty crap it opens up with a death fine you expect that then you've got very little happening for most of the movie uh, aside from the the two people having sex that back their van into the lake and get eaten uh and then you've got nothing 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 boom big action scene lots of death and violence and stuff at the end and the uh, this the, the sex with the out of the vagina oh yes that it yeah um okay I'm going to start off by saying, first of all, um, I apologise, because when we were talking about what movie to have next, I said, we'll go with Piranha 3 D. it looks more over the top than Piranha 3D. Oh,
1: no, hold on. Yeah? F- you didn't even know there was a difference, you thought there was just only one movie to start with.
0: Oh uh, yeah, actually yeah. All yeah. Right. But was, uh, you, you, told me it, you told me
1: it was on stand, <laughs> and then when the first looked, it's like, oh, it's only got the second one, and you're like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't realise that there was two movies, what a couple of years apart.
0: Yeah, so I ended up watching both of them because I tend to do that sort of stuff, and um, Piranha 3D absolutely kicked the living shit out of this one. Uh, you had more sex, more nudity, better gore, more tension. Better special effects, um, a nice stinger at the end. Um, not really any celebrities um, other than um, Ving Rhames and um, was Gary Busey in was, the first one? No, no. cuz you send uh, me
1: the clip? Like he's doing like the press tour thing for Piranha Three Double D. He's yeah. like, he's in it for like a minute, and what's he doing all these <laughs> interviews
0: for? Um, because his name is on the credits, it's like the um the old action movies that had Jackie Chan in it for like ten seconds, and they yeah. posted him on, on the cover. <laughs> yeah, I mean you've really got Christopher Lloyd, David Hasselhoff, and Gary Busey. That's okay. it for star power. You have um, Danielle Panabaker, who I don't think was really famous at that point. Is she um, famous now? Yeah, she's in the Flash TV series. Oh, okay, she's one of the main characters. And that's been going for, I think, four seasons now. So um, she'd have a lot more name power now. But, yeah, the third one had, I think it was Jerry Connolly, the guy from Sliders? Yeah. Or his brother. I'm not sure. Um, But that was probably the the biggest star in the entire movie. Uh, So there wasn't any real star power there, but everything else was much better in Piranha 3D the the big stinger at the end for that one is they've had this massive massacre they've done a thing where they do an explosion to kill most of the piranhas as well and then you have the big revelation where uh christopher lloyd's character who's the the scientist the marine biologist calls up and goes uh yeah look you got some problems what do you mean well, these piranha don't have any developed sex organs. What? These are the babies. <laughs> and then oh. um, the next thing you know, the one of the survivors turns around and says, "Well, then where are the parents?" And this m- gigantic piranha just comes up and kills him and dives so, back in the water. And then the credits roll. So where were the gigantic ones in this movie then? They're still the babies. Oh, okay. <sighs> uh, that that's why it's only set one year after rather than, uh, apparently originally they were going to do it about fifteen years down the track yeah.
1: all right uh well there was a, a bath nightmare was it um was it maddie in there and like all the piranhas are coming through the the tap into the bath yep I mean, it turned out it was a nightmare but i'm like that's the only bit that really made me squirm. like is this a horror film or what? it's just I think this it's- sh- schlocky Want
0: a big comedy thing, I think yeah they they ramped up the comedy more than the horror, and they didn't do a particularly good job of the comedy, so it really felt flat. There's the bit where
1: they're with the cop and they go looking in the water for something is they what they go to try to find the van or something, and um, like they know there's the big piranhas around because they'd killed that one of them, and she just goes swimming in the- water it's like. I don't. I didn't care if anybody died in this because they were just yeah. acting like idiots. It's like yep. you know these piranhas are there and they're going to eat you. But
0: oh, okay. they're going anyway. This, this, yeah, this actually brings up because you know I love to point out little flaws in the plot when there are massive giant flaws that we just totally ignore. <laughs> but earlier on, we they visited Christopher Lloyd and he has a live piranha that he's had in a tank for the last year, which Happened in the first movie. And in the tank, they put a piece of galvanized steel in the tank. But they put a frog on the other side of it. And the piranha just smashes its way through galvanized steel. So they then go to check the grates protecting the pipes to the water park. This is basically mesh. Yeah. (laughs) And so she jumps in the water... She, so, yes, they do know about the piranhas, but the reason they're going is to check that the, the mesh is okay and someone's got to do it, blah, blah, blah. So she goes in, she checks. It's these tiny little bits of wire in a mesh covering the grate. The piranha wouldn't even have to slow down to, to burst through it. But no, nah, I'll check that. That seems fine. I'll get out of the water now. Yeah, grates are fine, everybody. I've forgotten but, about the galvanised steel that they can chew through, but the little tiny thin great thing's fine. Back at that fish tank <laughs> scene, like when it was uh,
1: busting through and then they got the, uh, the frog out just in time. Like, I thought the puppet that they used on the, the piranha, that they were sticking through there, I think that actually looked pretty good, though. But what, yeah. did, what did you think of the piranha effects in general?
0: I didn't mind the piranhas. The, the bits um, that were
1: obviously meant to be in three D, where they like they stick it front and center, right in, in the screen, is like, and it's sort of almost bloody winking at you type of things. Like this, that didn't look very good, but the more physical ones looked fine.
0: Yeah, the um, I watched a couple of scenes in three D, so just sort of like the first 10 10-15 minutes of in three D, and the bit where Gary Busey at the start. Um, Bites the head off the piranha And spits it at the camera And that comes straight out at You yeah. Looked quite good
1: but, um, but What about this guy That's uh, putting his dick In the water jet thing <laughs> And then uh, Big Dave Yeah Yeah Big Dave And then you have is not Maddie; It's whichever one uh, Vomits all over the place And then he just Is just walking along This jumps s- Splat Into the, the vomit On purpose Yeah Yeah Look! Like, what was he, the point
0: of that? What? A... He's just a douche. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: He does die, he, doesn't he? Surely.
0: No! No! He's the one that blows up the piranhas. He's yeah. the hero. Yeah. <laughs> ah. um, so the one that was throwing up was Shelby. So um, right at the start of the movie, before they know that there are piranhas, Shelby and her boyfriend do a bit of skinny dipping, and a piranha swims up into her. And apparently decides that's just a good place to hang out for another couple of hours. Um, the next day, she throws up, which we just mentioned. And Big Dave um, says, "Oh, you've got uh, morning sickness." Sickness. Um, and then later on, she's feeling quite crook, but she goes to her boyfriend Josh. Yeah, but she was uh, a virgin as well. Yeah, she was. That was drummed up a bit at the start of the movie. I feel so
1: sick. I want to have sex now. He's like, "You sure? You sure?"
0: Yeah, I think he asked for about a half a second before he decided to go for it. Um, but then she starts not feeling well when he's inside her and she's saying stop and this is an abject lesson as to why you should stop when a woman says stop. Um, because if you don't she will send a piranha down to bite your cock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so oh, I'm to pretty cut sure do, that's do you yeah. see him again after
0: that? you see a quick scene yeah, so, it says
1: here that he lived but I just figured that he was dead because I didn't think I saw him for the rest of the movie yeah
0: so um, all those
1: guys were very interchangeable with each other they
0: they were I had a little bit of trouble keeping track but uh, yeah so piranha bites onto his penis he pulls out there's a piranha down there he freaks out as you bloody would um, and instead of attacking chopping off the piranha he decides to just lop his whole penis off with a kitchen knife. Yep. Um And then uh, he gets taken to hospital. But the, the next scene is uh, Shelley, covered in blood, walks into um, her friends and just quotes... Oh, I've written it down somewhere because it was just a classic... Um, it was just a Yeah, it was like, I wanted to have years. sex and then oh, he cut his dick Josh, off or whatever. Yeah. Josh cut off his penis because something came out of my vagina. Yep. And so finally,
1: and... Uh, David Hasselhoff <laughs> turns up in the film and saves it for a, a little bit until, like, the very last scene. What do you think of the Hoff in this? Uh, I like I, that... I think he worked. I li- yeah, I like that he wasn't happy with his celebrity. Like... When, they yeah. thought, when the kid didn't know that he was a famous person It's like, I just think that you're a a, a guy. And then he's taken pride like, yeah, I'm, I'm a lifeguard I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of this celebrity laugh, I want to be known for something else I don't want people just to be using me for, and sleeping with me just because I'm a celebrity I want to be known for more than that And I really like that And then until the end when the little, like, what, six-year-old kid or whatever Gets his head bitten off by the, <laughs> the jumping And
0: then it's like, fuck this movie but uh that he has one of the best lines of the movie as well you little ginger moron yeah well that's what gingers are (laughs) um but yeah he just played a good role it was i really don't give a shit i'm here for a paycheck i'm not a real lifeguard Leave me alone. The first thing that he says when he actually gets to the water park
1: is Welcome to rock bottom. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that he was definitely used to his strengths. And yeah. um, they played like a, a rip-off um, version of the Baywatch theme, didn't they? When he...
0: I'm pretty sure it was the actual Baywatch theme. Was it? Oh, okay. Um, I, thought, I think
1: so. thought they might have had a cover. Maybe they used a cover just for it to be cheaper. Well, know.
0: the the thing is they only played it for a few seconds, so they probably got away under fair use. Maybe. Because for for those of you that haven't seen the movie, he decides that he's actually going to do a rescue because the, the little ginger moron is in trouble and he goes to save him and you see him jump down from the lifeguard chair and the Baywatch music kicks in and he starts running and the Baywatch music's going for a few seconds and then he's just like, fuck, I'm getting old. Surely he like shoves other people into harm's way though, doesn't he? He just shoves people out of his way, yeah. Knocks yeah. them to the ground. I don't think he knocks anyone back. Oh, actually, yeah, I think he does shove one of them back into the water. David Koshner definitely gets some people killed. But There was some.
1: Like, a mother has her guts all out everywhere, so he's just giving cash to the kid. Yep. And then he gets in like, the little buggy thing, and then he re- accidentally reverses, reverses over, over the kid. And kill. It's like, this is just such poor taste. Like, is that. Are you, does anybody
0: laugh at that? Or find oh, that entertaining? The um the comedy, as I said before, the comedy really was tended to death. miss its mark. Yeah. yeah. Um I did like at the very start where you first uh see him he's filming an ad for the theme park and um you can tell totally where his mind's at. It's, who, David because, Kushner? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because the um, the ticket prices flash up on the screen during the advert, and it's adults thirty five bucks, kids twenty five bucks, hot mums ten dollars, yeah. double D get in free. Uh, oh yeah, and,
1: and like all the nudity that they show as well, with all the the water certified strippers or whatever. It's, uh, there's just so many bare tits in this movie, and I didn't even care because I found the movie just reprehensible.
0: Yeah. There's, there's even more in the first one.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Cannibal Holocaust might have more class in this movie. <laughs> and they kill live animals in that. Yeah. Uh, and is uh, that all for your bits from the movie? i some, some trivia here as well.
0: Yeah, um, just flicking through. Um, I've, I've done my little rant about the galvanised steel and the, the tiny grates. Um, I do like that... The um the way Chet, which is that David Guy's character's name, dies, is that he gets distracted looking at boobs as he's driving past and um then gets himself decapitated. Yes, yeah, off some wire. Do yeah. you always get that guy mixed up with Rob Codry? If I knew who Rob Codry was, but yes he does look like someone else. Yeah, just do Google
1: Rob Codry and then um David Koshner and it's like those Except Rob Corddry's characters that he plays are much more likeable. Like, he's the guy in um, Hot Tub Time Machine.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Some, yep. <laughs> Except David Coshner's the, the dickhead one. Like, he was in the, <laughs> in the Office as well as, like, one of the most hated characters. Um, well, the movie yeah. had a, had a $5 million budget. It made at the box office $8.5 million. Was this only, like, in 75 theatres
0: or something at one point? Yeah, when it, when it, it wasn't much. Yeah. Um, oh, so, sorry, before we get into the trivia, there was one last thing we have to mention. The, uh, the post-credits. Yeah, I saw and, that
1: written here, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, David Hasselhoff singing over the end credits. Yeah. Um, Fish Hunter is nowhere near true survivor from the Kung Fury soundtrack.
1: Yeah. So is this episode going to finish with
0: was that a full song there? Mm, I don't think it was. Okay. If what? we're going to chuck if we're going to chuck a Hasselhoff song in at the end, I I'd, I'd say go with True Survivor again.
1: We we already used it for the first episode. Yeah, I know. By the way, do. Bamcast is over a year old now. I know. <laughs> for, Happy for birthday to us. Yes. No, it's going to be a different Hasselhoff song. I don't know which one. <laughs> Running for Freedom whatever it's called.
0: Yeah. Or we could do the um, Baywatch theme.
1: Right, if you want to edit nah. it in you can do it
0: nah I, can't be I don't yeah. know how to edit that's alright uh, <laughs> alright in that case I'll let you pick okay alright any um, other trivia
1: we got got nominated for two Razzies including the worst prequel remake rip off or sequel and worst supporting actor for David Hasselhoff it didn't win either <laughs> awards though they both went to the Twilight Saga Breaking
0: Dawn part 2 I'm happy with that result yeah um. Yeah, it's got a couple of other nominations for some other crap, but um, yeah, no, nah, it doesn't really deserve anything great. So, have you seen the other
1: piranha, like from the seventies and eighties, those ones?
0: No, no, I never saw the original ones. See, just the I've uh, seen the, two the very.
1: I saw the original one like a year ago, and I think I enjoyed it. You know, it's. It's more of a straight horror film from what I recall. Yeah. And it's, there's actually some tension in it. Whereas the 3D one just. I think they wanted to cash in on like the Sharknado type of film and they got a yeah. bit carried away with it all. Whereas I think they could go back and do a proper piranha horror film.
0: Yeah. Oh, there is one thing we have to mention I've just remembered. Um, and there are people on Twitter that will yell at us if we don't actually mention it. Uh, and that is the bit where uh, Ving rains goes bring me my legs and he has these titanium steel false legs with shotguns attached
1: yeah it's a bit and, like a Cherry Darling from Planet Terror with a yeah. machine gun leg
0: the, um, so th- that scene just has to be mentioned because I know a couple of people on Twitter mentioned that when we first said we were going to do the movie so, I like, say
1: so, so Ving Rames yeah. survives this movie, so do you think there will be a third one, or is this movie just so performed so badly <sighs> that they won't bother?
0: well, technically, it made a profit, yeah, yeah, but uh
1: ninety five percent of the revenue was made overseas, so I think it only really counts whatever they make in America, does not it? yeah,
0: probably, yeah, but uh, I don't think i'd be too i wouldn't be rushing out to see piranha 3d4 three triple <laughs> d or whatever it'll be called yeah um oh no it'd be piranha 4d no that yeah. wouldn't make sense because it's number three all right they've got a stupid naming convention
1: yeah uh, um
0: so should i watch the first one
1: or should i give it a breast
0: and t- you might as well watch the first one i think it it actually makes a bit more sense it actually hits the mark a hell of a lot more. And this just is not as good as the first one. didn't it, That had like a 6 point
1: something on IMDb, didn't it? The first one. Whereas this one has a 3.8, so quite a drop off.
0: Yeah, and, and this is rated the number 72 on the bottom rated movies on IMDb as well.
1: <sighs> Alright then, time to give it a score then? Speaking yeah. of ratings. Alright, I'm going to give it a 2 out of 9.
0: Ooh. And that's just for the Hoffs performance. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Oh, I was a
1: wonder to didn't which... bloody give it an 8. <laughs> I was tempted to give it
0: a 6. God damn it. But <laughs> on the basis that it is a bad movie. It does have a couple of funny moments, but overall, it's not great. Yeah. The um, the scenes with the Hoff were good fun. The scenes with Christopher Lloyd were good. The piranhas themselves were were pretty cool when you had the puppets, but the comedy just missed completely. And the yeah, it, it wasn't a great movie. Now th- three and a half. Yeah. Um. Oh, I will point out just um, with the two people that died in the van um, because the guy was handcuffed during foreplay to the table and couldn't get out, even if there weren't piranhas, he was dead. He was going to drown before she got help. And yeah, so he was a dead man the minute she knocked that brake. Uh, The piranhas just sped up the process. All right, um, that covers the movie. We should probably announce what we're going to watch next.
1: Yes, what what films are we going to be watching next time? Okay, are we we going to be
0: sticking with the uh, water horror theme? We are. Um, Well, there is water, but there is also sky. In fact, there's a certain don't give too much away.
1: I know I saw the trailers for all of them before, but I can't remember anything.
0: No, I'm... I'm it's a weather feature. Yeah. Oh, weather. It, yeah, it's, yes. Yeah. It's right. Sharknado 2, and we're going back on ourselves. We're going to do another double feature and Sharknado 3. Okay. So we are doing the Sharknado double feature, Sharknado 2 and 3, and it's on Netflix, so it's nice and easy for us to get access to. Um, Is it on Netflix? I just, they're on stand. I, sh- I just looked that up. I'm pretty sure they're on Netflix. I think Wait. all the old Chuck are on Netflix. Okay, they're they're pretty easy to find. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I should probably actually buy them as a box set at some stage mm-hmm. if I can. I'd, I'd rewatch them. I'm going yeah. to rewatch. Them yeah, the trailers the looked a lot more fun
1: for those than the original one did. Yeah, I it, think it they, just- they might have known what they want to. It's like, okay, we're gonna double down on these aspects and maybe not do the other crap but
0: yeah, yeah. oh they, they get progressively more full on mm. and more out there yes like like I
1: was saying before that we started recording I would have liked to do the Meg if we're going to do shark films but because that's currently in the cinemas and by the time we record next time we would have forgotten if yeah. even if we'd both seen it so I'll probably still all go, go watch it and I'll be able to talk on it to some extent maybe I can hear somebody whispering into the, what's going on?
0: <laughs> yes, my little, my youngest daughter's come in to, to ask me something. What's going on, Emily? i
2: has gone really scared. Oh, has he? Like, when I came out for when he gave me this single, right? Um, yeah. All of a sudden he just came in really scared. And uh, when I was trying to give him a so I was like, oh, okay. I'm really scared.
0: Right. Do you want to say hello to the microphone?
2: Hi.
0: Hello. 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 Probably can't hear me. No, she can't. You all got the hair a
1: job. <laughs> What's your name?
2: Emily. I'm Emily. Uh,
1: what's your
0: favourite shark film? What's your, sh- your favourite movie with sharks in it?
2: Um, I don't know what a movie is, but probably maybe a shark movie. Right, a
0: shark movie. Right <laughs> a Shark, a shark, a shark, movie. shark Tale. What, what's your favourite show at the moment? What do you love more than anything else?
2: I love Teen Titans Go.
0: Yes, me too. Tell her so,
1: that I've so, been watching so it too. Does,
0: um, so does uh, Ben.
2: Really? I'm a huge fan of it.
1: Is the I'm new huge... movie, is she going to
0: watch the movie that's out yeah. sometime soon? She'll, she'll watch Teen Titans Go, Go to, the movies. to the movies, but she won't watch Titans. Yep. Yeah.
2: And my dad reads the right, comics.
0: Yes, I've read the comics. Yeah, he's okay. a big nerd. <laughs> I, I resemble that remark. Okay. Alright, <laughs> there well, you go now. Bye. I'm taking papers, alright? Bye. Shut the door. Okay. Ah, uh, kids. We, we can cut that out. I'll leave that in. Leave I'll, I'll leave. leave something in, probably. <laughs> uh, um, okay,
1: so that's uh, what's coming up in the future.
0: Any shout outs or anything like that? Uh, usual for last save loaded because they've uh, mentioned us a few times. I always tend to. Comment to their question of the week, and I'll always chuck in a reference to what I've been watching as a quick, dis- you know, blatant plug to the show. So I'll give them a shout out. Uh, yourself? Uh, just the 80s Revisited.
1: Um, they came back for. What the hell? Um, I've got my phone up. What the hell? I just listened to it. What was it? Hold on. The, oh, V, the miniseries, They did a review on that. Did you ever watch V from like the '80s version?
0: I I watched some of the '80s version. Uh, I didn't watch the remake. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I remember the, there was the series, and then there was the actual mini
1: And I don't know how many of them I saw, but I knew that I recorded, had something to record on VHS, and I remember watching them. And um, all I can remember is the the guinea pig eating scene. Yeah, that's so, battle I can remember. It definitely saying. stands out and it was quite horrific as a child to see that. So um, yeah, eighties revisited. Also on the on the eighties thing, eighties um, picture house. Even though they haven't done a podcast for like ten months or something, uh, it's sort of been on a hiatus. But uh, there's, they're going to announce something tomorrow. But they have said that they are they're closing their doors and their website will be uh, shutting down completely. So I think there's only like another week or so. Left on their hosting oh. to go back and download all their old episodes, which I'm on a, a few of them, so we have to download them just just so I've got them. Yep. And um, yeah, although uh, Tom was being pretty cryptic on some things over instant messenger thing, but uh, but then they've also said that uh, it's going to be ending, or and they're going to announce something tomorrow. So mm. yeah, it's the end of an era. It's you know you used to have 80s picture house, the same coin the Renaissance men or whatever the fuck they're doing these days. <laughs> you know, you used to have like a this sort of community that I was part of where everybody yeah. would be appearing on each other's shows, you know, Asia mania as well. Yep. And, um, everyone just sort of goes off and does their own thing. Now with the shows that I'll listen to, it might be different for you with the last day of load. And I'm sure they've got some crossover with other podcasts as well, but, um,
0: they, they do. They'll have the occasional, uh, guest host and, um, they'll go on the um i think they were on lapsed gamer radio which is a podcast for people like me that have grown up and have kids and jobs and don't have that amount of time they used to have to to play games so um that's a good one for me but uh, i know there's been a bit of cross promotion between those two um Podcast-wise, I've mostly been listening to Dungeons & Dragons stuff lately, so... Um, I still haven't listened...
1: I've, I've subscribed to that Almost Heroic, but I just haven't listened to any yet. Just was, I've, I'm practically done with the How to Survive podcast, and then I might give that a listen.
0: Yeah, the Almost Heroic I'm fully up-to-date with, I've gone through their entire backlog, and now I'm working my way... So I'm listening to the new ones of that as it comes out, and uh, there's another one called Dum Dums & Dragons that I've started listening to, which is a regular group of I think three people in a DM and then they'll have a fourth person come in as a guest um for a few episodes at a time, but the guest is someone who has never played D and D before and they've um are apparently all improv actors. Okay, now that sounds fun. So uh, that it's stupid. It's um you know, it good stupid? Yeah, good stupid. Okay. Yeah. So you've got a guy who plays a ranger class character called Ranger. Uh, you've got a guy who was a cleric of the goddess Moonhammer, who basically powers all of their spells by farting, um, and just general sort of humor like that. So
1: yeah. Oh, there was an episode of the Rad Dude Cast where they played Dungeons and Dragons, and it was similar to that. It was amazing
0: yeah
1: but that's, well, that's all should. of
0: what oh, I was going to say we should probably wrap it up
1: yes yeah, time to wrap it up uh, yeah so um, yeah and nothing else to talk about I <laughs> just feel like <laughs> hey, no, I'm not going to talk to you for another month so got to get everything out
0: well we might we might try and record a little earlier in the month this time yeah it won't take long to watch the two shark two shark dado movies because yeah. um I can watch them with the kids around, they think... Like, I can't watch Priner 3DD with the kids around, but I can certainly watch the Sharknadoes. They'll roll their eyes at me, maybe, but um, I don't think they'll be too bad to start watching that with the kids around.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right, well, time to end the show then, and uh, I'll talk to you next month. No worries. And, uh, listeners, if you've seen Sharknado 2 and 3, then tweet at us, at BAMcast, I'm at Asia Mania Pod, you're at Justin underscore, underscore, Knowles.
0: Yep. And, uh, alright, Well will talk to you later. And, and I will be oh. pimping out the, the show for the next month to say, uh, we want comments because we've had almost nothing this time, so... Yeah well, um, we haven't really been out there asking too much but yeah. Yeah, we're 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 gonna pimp it out majorly for the next okay. next one. Yeah. All right then. All right. Bye. Bye.
3: Almost heaven. West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountain Shenandoah River. So they're older than the trees, younger than the mountains, blowing like a breeze, country road. we we'll